This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today, two new Supreme Court decisions. Joe Biden pushes a Made in America plan and Amazon will no longer offer Washington Redskins merchandise. Finally, someone's doing it. We've got a lot coming up today and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stu Bergier, Blaze TV host of Stu Does America. Yes. Thanks for being here. I'm very excited, and you're going to come join me I uh, am. tomorrow for am. my 100th episode after party, Stu Does Power Hour, including uh, the, uh, our, our designated driver, Sarah Gonzalez. I'm very excited to have you. Yes. I mean, I would be more excited if I was participating in Power <laughs> Hour. But yeah, I don't think the little one would uh, no. appreciate that as much right now. But as soon as it's over, you're in. <laughs> I'm so in. You've got to have her back for Power Hour 2. Yes. And, I, and I'm making up for lost time on that one. <laughs> that one. And then I'll be the designated driver. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> uh, also, of course, obviously joined by Yaku Bullions, host of the Yaku Bullions show. Thank you for being here as well. Uh, we've got a lot to get into, gentlemen. So two new Supreme Court decisions came down today. Um, Let's go over the first one. So SCOTUS now has decided that President Trump's tax documents can be sought as part of a criminal investigation, but at least for now, Congress is not able to get his financial records. Uh, And this was a seven to two decision. The court rejected arguments by Trump's lawyers and the Department of Justice that the president is immune to a state criminal investigation while in office or that a higher standard is needed to subpoena a sitting president. Um, And there were a couple different like facets to this particular ruling. There were a couple different uh, cases that they were weighing in on. But um, of course, these the tax documents are being sought in this particular case, uh, Trump versus Vance as a part of a grand jury investigation into alleged hush money payments made to Stormy Daniels, which it's really hard to imagine that we're still talking about Stormy Daniels. We're the only ones talking about Stormy. Uh, her career, I don't think, is going all that well these <laughs> days. Uh, it's an interesting one because, I mean, I think, you know, on its face, uh, the, the separation of powers argument made that Congress can just not start grabbing for the president's right. uh, re- records is blatantly obvious. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't believe that even made it to Supreme Court. I'm glad they ruled correctly on that. On the other side of it, I think there is uh, a, you know, I like the... <laughs> You get like the chutzpah of, of Trump just basically, I'm immune of everything until I get out of office. I'm like, it's a great argument if you can win it. Well, can I, uh, could, I, but could I just, mm-hmm. with the Russia investigation, we were told by the left mm-hmm. that the only reason he was not, he was actually guilty, but the only reason he wasn't charged with anything is because he was a sitting president. So to be fair, they are the ones who first posited that theory. And he's just like, Hey, if that's what they're saying, I guess I'm going to run with it, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think you could necessarily, you know, like obviously we saw with Bill Clinton where there was uh, there was able to have civil proceedings, and there's some limitations uh, to this. I think it's smart to have it so your your president is not constantly berated by requests and uh, harassment essentially mm-hmm. by people who don't like him. And you can see that in New York, there's a lot of people who don't like him. They're constantly going after every little thing he's ever done to try to get information that 
they will obviously leak to the press. Right. Like the, the tax records, it has nothing to do with Stormy Daniels. What they want is information to leak to the press, like his tax records, like his financial statements, anything that looks kind of shady. And that stuff will happen. It is tough to, to for the Supreme Court to come down and rule and say, look, the president can never be investigated while in office. That's a, that's a standard that I don't know that I'm comfortable with um, <laughs> long term, because uh, God forbid someone like Hillary gets in office, uh, nothing will ever, uh, you know, she'll be able to do whatever she wants. Yeah. Um, but I think, generally speaking, they probably got that one right, uh, those, those, that split of those two. Though, whenever I see Clarence Thomas on the other side of a ruling, I get very nervous about my opinion on it. Um, I have not gone through the entire opinion yet, but, you know, that this is what I think was expected going mm-hmm. into this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 that was going to be my commentaries. I think this is what is expected. I think it's right, but it's a fishing expedition. Yeah. It's not Stormy Daniels' is bait because it's sizzle and, you know, and she's going to sell a couple extra books and some things. But <laughs> this is about let's get in there and see what did he fund? What is where is he invested? You know, are there any shells? And uh, they're looking for things. And, and, and I think we're going to see more of this, unfortunately. I mean, it, it, they, they, they're going after Junior a lot. Mm-hmm. Don Junior, you know, they're going after the family. They play fail. And I said this before. It's time for him to maybe turn it back on them and say, OK, let's go after Hunter. You know, you want to do this? Let's go. Let's let's turn up the heat. Which yeah. I'd be interested to see. I know there, what, a month ago, two months ago, there were some subpoenas that were sent out in regards to, you know, um, some of Hunter's business dealings. But I haven't heard haven't gone anywhere. anything haven't since gone then. Anywhere. To my knowledge, I don't know. I, you know, it's been pretty silent. But yeah. also we have to ask ourselves, what's the precedent? that's being set or has been set in the past, whether Bill Clinton on a ruling like this, yeah. right? And are we setting a new precedent? It seems like we are every week somewhere, right? But All the rules are different for Trump. <laughs> yeah, for Trump. Yeah. But your point, he's just saying, this is how you labeled me. Mm-hmm. You can't come after me for this, so you can't come after me for this. You know? so, but I, I kind of expected that to go down that way. Yeah. And I, you know, look, I think it, there's a constant pressure if you're Donald Trump on, you know, people are always going to be coming after you. He obviously, if he's uh, if he's competent and good at this job and good at running a campaign, he's going to, number one, realize that's going to happen and be prepared for it. And number two, be preparing exactly what you're talking about. If he's able to go after Joe Biden, if they found things, it's very likely that he's got a rollout plan for that over the next you know, a few I, months. I really hope. Mm-hmm. I saw today 118 days, by the way, yeah. in this oh, election, which is golly. a lot closer than it feels. That's fast. That's, That's fast. So. That's fast. <laughs> you would think that this stuff's going to start coming out in large yeah. form yeah. within the next month, I would think. Yeah. I mean, we get to the end of the summer and he's still down, you know, I think right now you can't panic, but it's like you get down to the end of the summer, you into September, um, and, you know, there's still a 10-point gap. You know, the president and his people will be panicking. You know when point. you're on a bicycle and you're slow pedaling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a time to start pedaling. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just telling True. you, yeah, in right. my mind, there's so much we need to get through before yeah. the election to build the case. And I'm looking at 180 something days and I go, man, there's so much. We better start. Uh, we need to get on. He needs to get on the offense. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see if he actually does. Uh, so the, the second Supreme Court decision uh, of note that was handed down today. Stu, I heard you discussing this on radio. So I know <laughs> you're, you're trying to work my way through. It, I did. Yeah. I did. So yeah. I know that you are familiar with it. So like, walk us through. <laughs> okay. I heard you work your way through it mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm still navigating my way through it. Yeah, it's a really interesting case, actually. <laughs> and I, I, you know, it's a bizarre 
bizarre one. So basically, it's a story of a guy, Native American guy in Oklahoma, who, uh, terrible, horrible human being in every way possible, uh, kills and rape, rapes and kills a, uh, a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Okay, So he's caught... Uh, they figure he do- he's done it, and they sentence him to a thousand years in prison. Okay, the state does. So they're looking for a way out of this, and they go to the court and they say, um, "Well, how about this? I have this treaty here, and it says that technically this half of Oklahoma is Indian reservation land, uh, and therefore you can't charge a state." And then they looked, stopped and looked back and hoped that they would agree. Um, somehow, again, this rose all the way up through the courts. Gorsuch ruled on it previously. He had recused himself initially from, uh, from this ruling, but then voted today with the liberals to make a 5-4 decision to say that, yes, it actually is a Native American reservation, which is fascinating because it's like yeah. half the state and a good chunk of Tulsa. Yes. Right. Which is it's an amazing development. Now, I'll tell you, I spent time, almost 18 months, on a Native American reservation in, in North Dakota. And tribal council customs rule, mm-hmm. especially if it's, an, if, if it's a recognized or unrecognized tribe. But to just come and say half of this state is Native American. Now, think of the other implications now, because they deal with many things you know, autonomously mm-hmm. on the reservation, not this one case. Again, what is this now open? That was my first thought is, oh, this is a can of worms. They just opened something that they have no understanding. You talk about down to gambling licenses and, you know, states legislation and li- literally methamphetamines and drug trafficking, all these things all of a sudden on reservation gets dealt with very differently. And the BIA, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, looks at those things very differently in tribal council and tribunal than the state and what the state can and cannot prosecute. So I don't this one's going to come back to bite them, I think, honestly. Yeah, it's it's fascinating to see what the repercussions are going to be in the dissent. uh, Roberts said cited was talking about uh, the opinion and said, well, the court tells us that it's not that big of a deal because only 10 to 15 percent of the population is Indian American. In indicating that only Indian Americans would be affected by this, um, which, again, is, we'll see, right? It's going to go through yeah. the courts. The idea being that anyone who has committed a crime in this area who is Native American now has a really freaking good right. argument to That's go right. back and say, hey, let me out of prison. Whether you robbed a bank, whether you murdered someone, whether you, you know, you jaywalked too many times. I, I want to be tried by my, by my tribal council versus yeah. state law. And I think yeah. there'd also be a, a, an argument to go back and say, hey, you fined me $10,000 10 years ago. I want it back with interest. Right. It, all of this would be is going to be on the table and going to be tested like crazy. Um, you know, if you read the Gorsuch uh, argument, and I haven't read all of it uh, because it happened while we were on the air, um, but oh, you can't read and be on live <laughs> TV at the same me. time, please. Come on, Stu. Don't you see us with our phones over here please. reading while we're doing this? Okay, slacker. Well, you heard me actually try to do it on the air, and that's how it came out. So go back to the radio if you want to see how that experiment goes. Um, but his, <laughs> the technical, the textual argument Gorsuch makes is relatively compelling. It's like they said it's a permanent area. It's in here. They will always be able to govern themselves. Like it is very, very clear what the federal government said. And, And Gorsuch wasn't saying, hey, this is the greatest development of all time. He was saying Congress screwed this up. And they didn't do it right. So if they until they fix it, this is the this is the law of the land. Um, this the conservative argument on it seemed to be more focused around. And, and Thomas made this point of like, this is actually should be a state uh, a state argument here. Uh, 
But, I mean, Gorsuch had multiple quotes where they said, this will never be a state argument. No, because um, it's federal, though. Yeah, and that's that, right, and that's their argument. Tribal it, territory is federally assigned, and that's why the BIA is there. It is yeah. federal, so it's a, that's a tough argument. But if I can, just for a second, mm-hmm. get back to the child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get, it just also shows you customs, right? And so I just think it opens up things to happen in what... A normal person in that state may think this is our territory, not our territory. A crime gets committed on that territory. Maybe territory. Maybe even a father against a child who's both Native American. But it just it creates a messy, uh, you know, judicial environment. Yeah, very yeah, messy. It's true. And one thing that's frustrating is you know none of the four liberals agreed with what Gorsuch was saying. Right. Right. Like they just want the land to go this way. Right. They, they, they has they don't agree with the argument. I mean, Gorsuch was making a nuanced conservative argument, and all the other conservatives were like, "No, it's the wrong way to go." Um, I think uh, you know you look at this from from this case this case's perspective. This one murderer slash rapist. Likely what's going to happen is he will need to be uh, he can't be held, but the federal government can still charge him and prosecute him and they will follow up with that. Right. The federal government's not going to let a, ra- a, a child murderer go back out on the streets for very long. Right. The issue is more of like those mid-level crimes on the state level. Yeah. yeah like if, if you were if you you know, if you had a, a, maybe even a manslaughter or if you had a bank robbery or if you had a, a you know, a domestic abuse uh, violation mm-hmm. like the federal government can't prosecute an entire half states worth of claims all at the same time. A lot of these people are going to wind up getting out. Uh, and that's not a good thing, especially when they've uh, committed serious crimes like that. Yeah. All right. We've got uh, more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So I don't know. I don't know what you're waiting for if you have not already made the switch to Patriot Mobile. But they keep throwing out the most amazing promotions right now. So if you have not yet, Here, let me tell you about their latest. Okay, right now they're giving you a choice. You can either get a brand new phone, uh, or if you want to keep your phone that you have now, you will get a free month of service, a whole month for free. Now, um, if you're not familiar with Patriot Mobile, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone company. Okay, so they believe in what you believe in. All right, they're not going to be like Big Mobile, and you're going to send your hard-earned money to them in your bill, and they're going to turn around and send it to a bunch of leftist groups that are trying to destroy the country. Their plans are also super affordable, especially right now. Everyone is trying to cut where they can. Their plans start at $25. They've got a U.S.-based customer service team, and they were just rated number one in customer service among all of the cell phone providers. You can still get nationwide 4G service, unlimited talk and text, and we're in 2020, folks. Okay, so switching is really easy. You can keep your phone number. You don't have to get a new one. You can keep your phone, uh, or you can get that new one and take advantage of the promotion, whatever you desire. Now, this is the biggest promotion all year, so you don't want to wait for this one. you got to jump on this. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Make sure that you are supporting small business, an American company at the same time that you are getting your cell phone. It's a win-win. Patriotmobile.com slash news. Back in a minute. Democratic Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner has now decided to take action uh, to assure the shutdown of the Texas Republican Party's state convention. Now, it was slated for next week. Um, He had been kind of warning them, hey, guys, if COVID isn't gotten under control, we are going to have to have some sort of, you know, maybe people are going to have to come in and check. Uh, 
my, my thought process was, okay, he's asking for people to come in and check so that they can shut them down anyway, but he didn't actually waste any time. <laughs> Let that happen. Uh, he has decided to shut down the Texas GOP convention over coronavirus concerns. Now, I will just say, though, um, this same mayor who shut down the Texas GOP convention was marching in the George Floyd protests. So... Uh, shocking. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I'm not sure what his like thought process was in, um, whether or not he was worried about contracting coronavirus at that particular point in time. (laughs) But, uh, now anyway, they are, they're blocking the Republican GOP convention. My question though, is why would you have the Republican state convention in Houston? (laughs) Why not like in Fort Worth or some, you know, yeah, Houston seems like a weird place. To have it. Yeah. I mean, the, the suburbs are, are red. Yeah. Uh, the city is not. In no. fact, no cities. Really, Fort Worth was kind of the last holdout, and even that's not really all that red anymore. Um, you know, but it would be a lot, a, lot, a lot more red, at least kind of purplish uh, yeah. compared to something like Houston, which is like you right. know, hardcore red or blue. Um, you know, uh, it's interesting because, as you mentioned, the mayor marching. I mean, the Atlanta mayor just uh, came out. She has COVID. Yeah. She was at one of the marches. I mean, this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. I, you know, they keep saying, like, oh, well, we don't see a huge spike in these cities uh, because of these marches. Well, when they when you go and read the reports, what they're saying is people were so terrified of all the buildings burning down, they didn't leave their house. So that they're not saying the people at the protest got less COVID. They're saying everyone else was a shut-in for right. that weekend, so none of them got it, right. which is a totally different spin. Yeah. Or if you're in New York, the contact tracers were told not to not ask, ask you yes. if you went Thank to the right. protests. It is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, look, I think you're right. It would be, there's plenty of other places that it would be better uh, to have uh, the Republican uh, convention. I, I do keep coming back to the same thing. I run this by you guys because because, you know, I like, I, you know, I totally I think we all agree on the personal liberty front. Like these restrictions should not be coming from the government when it comes to these uh, when it comes to covid. Um, I don't like any of that, uh, or at least I want to avoid every sliver of it that I possibly can right. from that perspective. But of course, we all want to be safe and do the things that would help. I see so much of this arguing about, you know, fighting back against these recommendations. And sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. From a straight political hackery point, like from the point of like, all I care about is Donald Trump being elected. Let's say you're that person. Mm-hmm. It, the, that person right now is saying basically two things. Number one, this isn't as serious as uh, as they're saying it is. Mm-hmm. And number two, I'm not wearing a mask. Get out of my way. I'll do what I want. Yeah. Those two things are actually working against Donald Trump being elected. If 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 you if you want to say I don't want to do those things, that's great. But. The idea of the best possible COVID situation in November is incredibly important to Donald Trump's election. If this is out of control in November, uh, we are going to have a president that's going to have a very difficult time making the case, hey, I did a good job with this crisis, right? Uh, And secondarily, and I keep coming back to this one, and Trump is on this bandwagon but doesn't seem like any of his supporters are, he got reports from scientists that said two million people are going to die. Now, I don't believe two million people were going to die from it, although a lot of people, it's not been, it has not been good. But he has two directions to go on this. One is to say they've been giving us this hype all this way, all this time, and it's been it's, these numbers have been way too high. Or hey, they told me two million people were going to die, and one hundred and thirty thousand have died. We saved ninety percent of the deaths. Mm. That is a much better argument to be able to make mm. to the American people than the reverse. And I think like he's he has explicitly tried to make that multiple times. Like, hey guys, like I this was really serious. They came to me. If I didn't do anything, 
we're in big trouble. I made, I took st- tough stances, and look, we saved almost all of the deaths. Right. What, are, what are Democrats going to say to that? Well, we could have made it only, uh, you know, 90,000. Right? Like, I, you know, there's no, we all know it's a really serious thing. So it's, it's an interesting thing, just political hackery-wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people are making those points because they believe them, right? And that's a totally different thing. But usually, like, we all get to the point where we all just get the political hack thing right. And I don't know. People aren't doing it this time. <laughs> I, th- I Honestly, I think that it's, and I'll let you answer, but I think that it, enough people are concerned about the ramifications down the road, the repercussions yeah. down the road, if you let the government say with, you know, at least at best conflicting evidence, right? Mm. Conflicting evidence. You let the government say you we, ha- we get to mandate this and you don't get a say in it. Yeah. I feel like there's enough people that can see the ramifications of that down the road, but I'll let you, I'll no, defer I, to you. I, I, I You're, love, you have the medical background. I, I so. love hearing your thoughts on, on this. I really do. Um, Stu? I think what you're seeing is people. people oh, this sounds I feel like serious. Serious. I'm coming. At, I'm coming at you, brother. <laughs> That's okay. I think what you're seeing is, you know, the BS game. Yeah. You play, the, you play the BS game. They're calling BS. Yeah. The American yeah. public's calling BS. They go, you know what? We're taking over. I think you're going to see a surge of that now. How he, ha- he being the president of the United States, handles it is very important. Mm. The only way to play this is, they told you two million. We curbed it at 150 or whatever thousand. Right, yeah. look, at, look at how we, how we fought this thing. That's the only angle to, to run this by, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think you can stop your, your, your flyover states at this moment. They are they're revolting. They're saying, I'm not so wearing I, masks. I'm not doing it. You're not telling me what to do. I'm going to stand on my freedom. And I think you're just going to see more of that. So how he navigates and channels the conversation from the White House is going to be really, yeah. really important. He's walking a tough line. He really is. important. He is. Well, and I, so I guess what I'm hearing from you is that they're, they're not, you're thinking they're going to look at the end game of getting Trump elected. But instead of looking at that as being the end game, they're looking at the end game later on down the road as to how the slippery slope could be used against them later. Yes. And I'm much more yes. friendly, honestly. Like, I don't really care about the political hackery game. Yeah, I'm much yeah, more yeah. friendly to the personal liberty long-term argument. Right. But I mean, part of that long-term argument may very well be Donald Trump is no longer president. And that's right. something that you have to consider it, no, it is. with this. Because if, if we all want to be right on this, right? Yeah. But if we're wrong and we, and we go out and we all kind of do whatever we want um, and we spread this further... It could wind up sinking his reelection chances. Right. I mean, it really could. If this gets out of control, it's going to be almost impossible for him to win. If he can control it, if he comes off as a competent guy who said, I got dealt a terrible hand yes, and yes. I've done everything I could to yes. minimize this, that's a totally defensible position. And I think one that the American people will see. No one can. But do you think they're mutually inclusive? I think they're uh, exclusive. I think how the, how the people behave in the flyover states, right, outside the yeah. cities, mm-hmm. right? I think he can make that argument and he should, and they can still say we, enough is enough. We're not going to buy into the World Health Organization, into the CDC, into the Fauci Klang and, mm-hmm. and Burks. We're going to take control of our own communities. That's what we're, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're not wearing. I think they can coexist. But the message he sends ultimately is either going to give his base confidence that, okay, He's confident. I think that's so important. Have you seen what happens in, in the chatter on, on, in, you know, on social media when he has a good speech? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's like a steroid shot. <laughs> yeah. So his base wants to see him confident. Damn it. They said two million. We stopped. We stopped it. Yeah. Now, whether we means, hey, you should really wear a mask or not, whatever. 
that's what's going to drive them to the polls. But I think they're absolutely, what I'm hearing is saying, down the road, yeah. you're not oh, taking my liberties that. from me, man. Yeah. I don't care. To come hell or high water, yeah. you're not taking. I'm, I'm, I'm bunkering up. I'm getting ammo. I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm not doing this. And I think like that, there's a, the, the, the intersection, I think, of both of what we're talking about is we fight against the government mandating these things. Um, and we fight against what we think is irrational, right? But we don't fight against everything that is said by a medical professional just because we're pissed off. And I think right. there is a reactionary element right now yeah, where yeah. that does happen too yes, much. It does. Um, but we can, we can still all say, like, you know, like if you, let's just say you think masks are a good a good idea. If the government's mandating, you could still say, hey. Don't don't mandate these on us. Right. That's not the way. But I'm still going to wear mine when I go into the store because I right. think it helps. Right. That is, I think, a sensible position. But how do you but but how do you motivate the government to not mandate it if you're like, That's well, right. I don't agree with it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right. You well, know what I mean? It's it, it's a tough position. Yeah, I it's mean, an understandable one. Yeah. But how do you prove your point to the government? It's a distinction on personal liberty. I think yeah. that's the only road road yeah. to go down. And I think that's a that's a very American, a uniting American concept yeah. that we can say, like, you know, like I'm able to go get hammered every single night. And I, and, you know, Sarah, if, if it wasn't for the pregnancy, might be. Um, but like, uh, there's a lot of things I can do. I can go. I can go to a strip club every night too. But I don't do it because it's right. it's not something I want to be involved in. We can still say that can be allowed yeah. and not participate in it. And I think we just have to try to draw that distinction as much as possible. Not only for to help. If it hopefully those things do help. If they help people's lives, great. If it helps the you know po- the pol- political outcome, great. Um, but like, I think the same way it's annoying when you walk into a store and someone shames you for not wearing a mask, we shouldn't do the opposite either and, you know, mock everybody oh, who does. Yes. Exactly, Agreed. exactly. But I, but I think Wolf has been cried, Wolf has been cried so much yeah. with no data to back it up. They've changed their position so often that so, now you're, yeah. you're seeing pushback. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's a knee-jerk reaction. It's hard now to go yeah. guy going pushback saying, hey, don't push so hard. Play nice because we're focused in on the first week in November here. And he goes, hey, I'm my family, my freedom. The next 15 years, they're not taking. This is what's happening. Yeah. yeah. All right. We've got uh, a lot more to get into. First, I want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Real Estate Agents I Trust. So um, good news for me. We finally closed on our home that we were selling. Wow. Oh, not just the new home. Oh, yeah. We're done with the new home. We were moved in it, but we finally closed. Uh, that was not okay. Social distancing, guys. Oh. You're not supposed to. I, no high what do you mean? I'm six feet from her. I'm going <laughs> to. The six no foot drop, high fives are no fine. No droplets can come from my palm. The six okay. foot high fives are fine. Uh, I'll get hand sanitizer during the break. Don't worry. Uh, but uh, you really, honestly, it, this is just like the biggest like investment you're probably ever going to have in your life unless you're, I don't know, Bill Gates or someone who's really rich and can afford a bunch of other things. But you need a real estate agent who is competent, who is going to come in and get you the best for your money, take charge of the situation. They have, you know, you might need your house painted. You might need to do, I mean, we got told we needed to do um, certain things that I was like, I have no idea who I can trust on that. And you need a real estate agent who is going to have a team behind them that they work with, that they can trust, that you know that you can trust. Well, I keep using the word trust because it's called Real Estate Agents mm-hmm. I Trust. That's where you need to go. It's Glenn Beck's company. And uh, they've already done all of the vetting for you. So they've, they have already looked at all of these real estate agents that you are going to work with, make sure that they are the top real estate agents in your area. They are going to be able to see you through your process from day one until you reach that dotted line. 
they've done all the heavy lifting for you. All right, there's no reason not to do it. If you are in the market to buy or sell your home, you can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a very quick form you fill out. You submit your information. Usually they call you within 10 minutes. A real estate agent in your area calls you. I tested it out when we first put our house on the market. I'm telling you, it was seven o'clock at night. I put in our information. 10 minutes later, I had a real estate agent call me. It really is as good as it sounds. You got to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That is realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, Joe Biden is uh, proposing spending $700 billion on American products and research in the hopes of bringing back millions of jobs lost by uh, this coronavirus economy. He's calling it the, uh, I think he's saying build better, but also um, it's an America first one. It's an America, that's weird because it reminds me of another guy who also is <laughs> yeah. trying to focus on America. It's, it's a made in America plan, build back better. He tweeted out today, we're in the middle of an economic crisis, but it's not enough to just turn things around. We have to build back better. We have to revitalize American manufacturing and make sure the future is made in America by all of America. Again, I, I don't know how you differentiate yourself from uh, Donald Trump on this. You know, he's had a, an America first agenda for a pretty long time now. Um, but let me just give you some specifics about the proposal and I'll get your thoughts on it. So um, it is uh, the first part is a $400 billion investment um, to purchase American products like cement, concrete, steel, other materials to rebuild the infrastructure. And the second part is a $300 billion investment in research for new technologies, uh, electric vehicles, because, you know, it always goes very well when the federal government gets involved in electric vehicles, mm-hmm. uh, artificial intelligence and 5G. His plan also calls for new tax breaks and credits for small manufacturers, including I love this, including those run by minorities and women just in case you thought maybe he was going to leave out the small business manufacturers that were run by business, by, by women and minorities, okay? And would levy penalties on companies who take federal money and then move their investments overseas. I wouldn't be stunned if he said, except for the broads. I wouldn't be stunned if Biden, that came out of <laughs> the Biden's broads, mouth, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be stunned. <laughs> Stu, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, look, you know, this is, he's... You know, one of the instincts of Donald Trump that is consistent with many on the left is his sort of protectionist instinct, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. this is something he, he, I mean, his trade policy is very similar to what Bernie Sanders' trade policy is. Um, so this is a, probably a smart move by the Biden campaign, trying to take something that they can essentially agree with, with Trump on right. and is popular, by the way. It's a popular instinct that Trump has and that the left has. This is something that he can go in, make a big statement, try to get, you know, get some people on his side on the economic uh, standpoint, try to cut into that economic advantage that Trump is sure, sure to have, even though we're in this tough situation right now. But how do you differentiate yourself when Trump has already kind of claimed yeah, that territory? I think probably the thought is we're not going to beat Trump on the economy. Yeah. Right. So instead, let's take the popular parts of his and just. Give him a nice big hug. And we'll throw a bunch of money at it. And you know what? Trump will probably come back and say a trillion dollars, honestly. Right. He'll probably outdo that um, because, you know, this is this is his, you know, he, he's already proposed multiple trillion dollar stimulus type packages. So, I mean, it's not it's not out of character for, uh, you know, uh, it's not like he's like, I want zero taxes. Like he's not they're not doing anything out of character for right. the left. But they're seeing that, hey, this is popular. This is Trump's. We can kind of, you know, uh, what do they always call that when they appropriate the culture? They're appropriating the Trump culture a little they bit are. and trying to bring it in, I think. I'm offended. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. This is how it goes down. Debate number one. When he brings this up, Trump says, excuse me, excuse me. 
Joe, thank you for endorsing my plan. Thank you for standing with me. And thank you for running for vice president of the United States, endorsing me. But I'm going to stick with Mike. Okay, because that's what this is. This is, yeah. this, this literally, this actually is, this is a forfeit. I see this as a, all right. On this point, I think. Round, right. yeah. round to Trump. Yeah. Round yeah. to Trump. And you don't recover from that. Even if you say, well, because to his base, it's his ace of spades. It's the ace of spades, it's the economy. So you're telling Trump you do actually handle the economy correctly. Right. We're actually going to model after you, right? When he wrote that statement, it's almost like he took Built for Tough. <laughs> he took Trump's campaign and married him. And I'm like, oh, Trump owns both of those. I mean, come on. No, this to me is round and victory, Trump, hands down. I'm surprised by this, actually. I hear what you're saying, that it's smart because you can't counter it. Yeah, but you can't differentiate. Well, but you can't. You, there's it, no way you win through it's this. It's true, but I always feel like with the mainstream media, you know, defending everything Joe Biden says and does, yeah. it may. I mean, you he may have a shot at at poking holes in. They're trying it right now with the coronavirus. They're trying to hit Trump on the economy. I mean, I don't think that most Americans will really yeah. fault Trump for that, but I'm surprised he didn't take the 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 angle of I'm just gonna poke faux holes in this and expect the media to cover for me and carry my water and just see what happens. I mean, I think it's consistent generally with what Biden would want to do. I mean, the, you the, think Biden has an actual like platform? Because I feel like he's just a. I mean, a let's say the generalized Democratic platform right, has been, right. you know, pro-union. I mean, it's it's on that same the 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 the, the buy in America thing was initially a pro-union instinct, yeah. right? Um, and so it's consistent with that. It's not like it's not like he's saying, well, all of a sudden I'm against, you know, uh, I, I don't know, I'm I'm very pro-war or whatever that you know, yeah. whatever. I'm one of really low taxes. It, it's consistent generally with Dem- with. Democrats do. And I think they see, look, Trump is going to win this part of this. Let's just chip into it as much as we can and win on other battlefields where we think we have an advantage. And they do think they have an advantage on a lot of these things. Whether that's true or not when it comes to an election is, is another question. But they think they can beat him on, you know, on the coronavirus response and, and you know, uh, racial uh, issues and, right. and all these other things where polling shows they're in a much better position. Here, even with this disaster that we're in the middle of, People still rate Trump pretty well in the economy. Yeah. They, and this is one of the more popular things that he does. I mean, personally, I would much rather have us have a situation where we free up American uh, uh, businesses to compete and win rather than having to give them the win because of a law. You know, I mean, our, um, the American economy has been able to do that for hundreds of years. And I think we can continue to do it if we freed our economy up. But I do understand why this happens, and, and especially in a situation like this where we're losing all these jobs, saying like, hey, we're going to take all this money and we're going to spend it on American jobs to make sure people are back at work is an instinct that people are going to love. So why not jump on this bandwagon? You can say this is the one thing you agree with him in when they ask that dumb question at every debate. What's one thing you give Donald Trump credit for? Well, we both agree we want to spend $700 billion on. But I would come back with that right away and say, I deregulate, you regulate. You're going to do this by throwing a ton of regulation on it because that's Mm -hmm. your nature. And then all of a sudden comes the knee jerk. Well, wait a minute. I want to build the economy, but not with increased regulation. And I would hammer him on regulation on this. I would go after him like hammer and nails because, okay, so you agree with me. You want to build an America, but you want to regulate. You want to take the competitive nature out of this country, which you're talking about, which has driven us to excellence, right? That, this, this is why we just had SpaceX. Look, whenever you compete, you're going to win. I mean, because you get better. So I would go after regulation because they will regulate. They will tax. And I would just go back to their, their Achilles heel, right? But remember, Trump took something out of their party. 
mm. and championed it. And that, and that is infrastructure. Mm-hmm. They've always run yeah. an infrastructure. Mm-hmm. They're infrastructure heavy. And here he comes and he goes, I'm an infrastructure guy. Yeah. yeah. I built stuff. We're going to build stuff on the right. Now, oh, snap. You know, that's one of, so I don't know. It's interesting. I think you said something. I think it's faux holes and media cover for me because I don't think Biden could, in a debate, actually cover that strategically as a plan and say, this is how we implement it. Can Biden cover anything strategically <laughs> in a debate is my question. Maybe his name. <laughs> May, maybe. That may be on a good day. I said maybe. It depends. It's five yeah. letters. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot for him <laughs> these days. All right, we've got more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Rough Greens. So if you are a dog owner, all right, you want the best for your dog. Uh, you think maybe that you are buying them this really expensive dry dog food that they're getting all of the appropriate nutrients, but what you don't realize is that all of the dry dog food that you're buying, it it has to have a long shelf life, right? So it's good for like 10 million years, but it also, they've already killed all of the good alive nutrients in there that your dog needs, and that's why it's good for 10 million years. Uh, That is why you need Rough Greens. Now, it is not a a dog food. It's not going to replace your dog's food. It's a supplement. You sprinkle it on top of the dog's food, and it's going to put back all of the good things that are going to promote a happy and healthier lifestyle for your dog that they're not getting in that dry dog food. I mean, I'm talking probiotics, uh, omega oils, um, all of the vitamins and minerals that they need to live a long, healthy life. Our dogs are not around as long as we want them to be, are they? Well, let's try to at least maximize the time that we have with them. You can take the Rough Greens 14-Day Jumpstart Challenge today for $14.95. You will see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. All you have to do is go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. Now, again, for those of you who have maybe older dogs, this is amazing for older dogs as well. It helps increase their joint mobility. Let them live out their elder years as smoothly as possible. Go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That is R U. FFgreens.com slash blaze. Yesterday, Amazon announced that the Washington Redskins merchandise that they had available on their site would no longer be offered. Now, Amazon is the latest. I hadn't realized that there were so many retailers now. Amazon, Walmart, Target and Nike, who have already stated they would not sell Washington Redskins gear anymore. Uh, It's interesting. Now, the Redskins have only revealed that they are um, looking into they're reviewing the team's name. Right. They haven't they haven't come out and said, like, we are going to change the name. They're changing the name, though. Do you think? Yes, absolutely. But they haven't done it yet. They haven't officially done it. There's a bunch of reports out saying they're going to do it. There's a report today that said that they're not only going to change it, but there will be no Native American imagery, which means they're removing the logo designed by a Native American to try to promote the Native American heritage. They're going to take that away from Native Americans, who, again, between 70 and 90 percent of, of those approve of the name, or at least don't don't right. find it offensive. Don't care. They're going to take all of it away because, you know, one of my friends, you know, Dan Andros, yeah. who, who worked here and he's been on you know, my show a million times. He's been on the show, too. Yeah. Um, he's a big Redskins fan. And he's like, I am done with the NFL if they change this name. That was the first thing he said. And I started pushing him on. I'm like, so Sunday's coming. You're not going to turn these games on. He's like, well... <laughs> now look, if they keep the logo and they change it to like maybe. Warriors or something, maybe. And, but he's like hung up on this logo because the logo is, you know, it was a, a Native American model, a real Native American, uh, designed by a Native American to promote Native American culture. Native Americans love it. 
And they're going to take it away because, you know what? Us white people, we have a much better idea of exactly. what you Native Americans should be offended exactly. by. It's, yeah. it's, it's offensive. I always say go to the group who it affects and ask them. And they're saying, no problem. No problem. We're, we're feeling represented mm-hmm. here. Right. Here's my comeback to Amazon. Great. Now you sell all your merch through your store at the, at the state. This is a great, great financial opportunity for the Redskins organization to yeah. say, you want Redskins gear? Bring all your money it. right here. Yeah. I mean, I think they've lost their spine, though. I think they. Oh, absolutely. So, do you was it FedEx? Do you think it was FedEx that did it? If I had to pick one, I would say yes. FedEx was the most important one. They have naming rights to the stadium. It's a big deal. Uh, I think there's also an element of they've been dealing with this for so long. The Redskins. Snyder has been very strong on this this entire time, but now he's in this point where I think he's thinking, "I'm sick of doing this. I'm sick of this being my life." And, you know, everyone else is folding. We might as well just fold, too, and get this over with so I don't have to deal with it anymore. Um, it's sad, honestly. Was I he, hope he doesn't because that's yeah. not – got to stand. He's it's not stand. impossible. I, yeah. I think he's getting lots of pressure from the NFL, though, now mm-hmm. at this point. But it's too. not their decision. It's not. It's his decision. Uh, and I think they – you know, I think the FedEx thing is, is big. But, you know, look, could they get another sponsor in there? Probably. Maybe not as big money. Maybe not as nice of a name as FedEx. But, you know, this is a business, and I think that's how he's looking at it, probably. I mean, their statement was, we are going to take a long look. What are you talking about? This has been a, You've been doing this right. deal for a decade. You yeah. know what the, the dynamics of the situation yeah. are. Yeah. It's, and all these companies are pathetic. I mean, like Walmart, that's pathetic. You, you, you know what this, this issue has been. You know what the name has been. You know the history of the name, that it was applied initially by Native Americans to Native Americans. Yeah. Yeah. It was used as a term of endearment mm-hmm. through the treaties of 1813, through when the, when the policy was actually, um, uh, when the name was actually chosen for the Washington Redskins of the football team. It was, it was, it was a compliment. We know all the polling that shows Native Americans are behind it. Everything about the factual situation involved in this case indicates they should keep the name, and they're not keeping it, because we live in a time where no one cares about the truth anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about Aunt Jemima before. Yeah. African Americans were the number one purchasers or purchasers of this uh, p- pancake and syrup uh, product, and what do they do? They rip it off. Hey, hey, you know what? Here's one of your favorite products in the entire supermarket. You can't buy it anymore, because we white people know better than you what you should be offended by. How can anyone stand for this. I mean, it's, yeah, I would be it's, infuriated it's if they were doing this. It's preposterous. And actually, what it does is you're actually undermining the very group you so-called yeah. want to protect. Yep. You don't care because they're telling you, we want it. Mm-hmm. Please keep it. No, no, you don't know. Well, you it's don't know also, what's good for you. Well, we know. Which is pretty racist if you think it, about extremely it. Extremely right. Are I mean, you kidding you're, me? Well, you're the superior I mean, race, so you're going to tell the other race how they should think and nice. feel. That's internal racial superiority, right? Yes. 100%. That's what that yes. is. 100%. All right. I hope he stands. Keep the name. Yeah. And so the too. logo. I'm I don't a, think it's going to happen. I don't either. Also, I don't like the Redskins anyway, so. Well, that's why I was thinking I would have <laughs> more respect if Amazon, if Amazon just said, yeah, we just are not selling it anymore because the Redskins. They suck. They win four games every year, so we're not selling it anymore. <laughs> right. That I would, would be I liked that too. a much more respectable <laughs> business decision. All right. Back in a minute. If it was me. Finally, we can agree. There we go. It rarely happens. <laughs> hey, Redskins and Giants. I think that's all we have in hey, common. If it was me, I would add to the Yesterday's poll, it's weird. It brings uh, up a new, well, it brings up a new, this is a Kane West is on the 2020 uh, ballot, who will you vote for? I did, there's another Kane, Kanye say. West and Kane, Kane I'm much Kane more West? scared of Kane West. Uh, he's a. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, sure I, I've spelled I'm it that sorry. Way Social times. media. I, I couldn't help myself. Oh, they got it right in the, on the actual. They did yeah. on the actual on the actual choice. Uh, if Kanye West is on the 2020 ballot, who will you vote for? 
85%, almost 86% of you said Trump, uh, followed by almost 7% of you who said Kanye. I mean, <laughs> that's not nothing. Joe Biden's only 3.1. But then 4.2% of you said you're not voting. And that so. beat, even that beat Biden, which is, <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly encouraging. Well, listen, this is a very scientific poll. Mm-hmm. So now we know how many people are, uh, are voting for Joe Biden specifically, like to the T. Uh, today's poll, how much longer till things get back to normal? Three months, six months, a year or never. What do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, back to normal is probably a year. A year. I mean, I, you know, until we're really settled in with, you know, maybe a vaccine or a treatment or something where they think this is better. I mean, I, and when I say back to normal, I mean big gatherings. Right. I mean, football games yeah, and yeah. Concerts, concerts and bars. Like, I think we get, we should be able to inch back more and more. Again, I don't feel all that limited around here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and occasionally you have to wear a mask where you don't want to, or someone is wearing a mask where it's weird. But yeah. I mean, generally speaking, it, you know, we've been open for a while, as long as it doesn't get much, much worse. Yeah, I, I, I just despise the fact that other countries can move faster than we do. Yeah. They got 46,000 fans in New Zealand in stadiums now. Mm-hmm. I, I, my, my gut wants to my heart wants to say six months, yeah, right? Yeah. But knowing the left, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not I think gonna I, a year. I'm going to go November fourth. Everything, everyone's cured. November fourth, yes. everyone finally gets on board. <laughs> Another high five yes. on that. Oh my gosh! Oops. Don't forget, Stu does Power Hour, his special 100th episode celebration. Yes. Uh, Chad Prather's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Half Asian lawyer's going to be there. Yeah. Tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. 9 p.m. Eastern.